1: See, they said you'd be showing up about now. Come on, through the portal. Best not keep the Lord Mistress and Lore Master waiting. You know how they get Robots Radio presents The Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters. To those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons & Dragons.
0: Hello and welcome to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio.
1: And I'm Mary.
0: And we are finally, at long last... Uh huh. Uh-huh. The multiversal nightmare is over.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: We're gonna talk about Planescape. Uh insert, he is so giddy. Like, insert like trumpets. Um, you know, maybe like like it's
1: like, uh, like a John Williams type score. Hearing. Uh, but yeah. For those uh-huh. uh, unfamiliar, women crying. Right, <laughs> like you
0: know, like Beatles mania. Like know, women, mean. like you know, like <laughs> crying and like stretching their arms out.
1: Yes, um, exactly.
0: For those unfamiliar with P- Planescape, it is um, it's a campaign setting that came out for Advanced Dungeons & Dragons uh, in the mid to late 90s. Uh, it's widely considered one of the best content offerings D&D has ever produced. Not just in that edition, but yeah. in all editions. Just ever. Um, the mm-hmm. artwork is so unique and it so evocative. So uh, Zeb Cook really oh. showed his... his behind in writing this oh thing and putting it gosh. together uh yes. I mean I saw I I, I saw the genius. legend at the North Texas RPG convention he was a he was a special guest there and I just saw him walking around I'm like I, I I I'm in the midst of of royalty I'm in the I'm in the midst of of greatness here um and it's you know everything about Planescape is just it's so unique it's so different from other stuff mm-hmm. in D&D but yet it's still very much obviously still D&D. Yeah. And so, you know, when when you take something that, you know, is is hard to make fresh and make unique and and you're able to do that, you know, that's going to that's going to scratch, you know, my brain itch.
1: Mhm. It's s- got a very so it's a very ways. very specific there's a texture to it that's slightly different and I, I can't explain it deeper than that I don't think like it it feels just a very yeah like you know it it
0: feels like very much a uh, a work you know you know that is fully realized Mm -hmm. you know the design team knew exactly what they wanted to create what they wanted to make how they wanted to make it Mm -hmm. and were able to execute it pretty much flawlessly
1: oh absolutely
0: Uh, if you are interested in seeing and reading and 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 touching all this stuff, you can get um, uh, reprints for most of it from uh, from the DM's Guild or from uh, mm-hmm. Drive Through RPG. Uh, or if you want to shell out some big bucks, you can mm-hmm. hit up uh, your local like half price books or other mm-hmm. otherwise used bookstore or game store and find. Is that uh... a shout out to your favorite store? Uh, it is a shout out. I, we really need to get a, get some kind of sponsorship going as much i mean that way at least like the money that's coming in uh you know i could can, I can just like roll it back out to you but like, look you're really not like losing any money
1: you're not gonna be losing any money i promise
0: because like any like you're like okay well we'll pay you fifty dollars for uh for a spot like all right great here's fifty dollars for any number of books that are on sale right now
1: what can i buy with ding ding fifty dollars yeah. <laughs>
0: i'll find something i found so many things uh yesterday oh, hey i went yeah. to yeah and um but
1: i say if, but were they planescape
0: they weren't planescape no oh. it was um a bunch of star wars some old west end Ooh. game star wars stuff which i recently nice. also started collecting but i digress we're talking about planescape here you need to stop distracting me
1: from the what? greatness i tried to bring it back and you kept going I just stopped at the intersection and waited for you to realize I wasn't walking with you anymore. And you're like, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, like
0: two blocks down already.
1: Uh,
0: so in Planescape. the next
1: gaming store, buying more books. Yeah.
0: So Planescape, we're going to we're going to uh, it's much like it's, uh, it's a series, much like we're doing with the hotter than the nine mm-hmm. hells, uh, because it's it's literally like a huge campaign setting. So we're going to discuss. Yeah um I'm going to spend a couple of different episodes uh leading up to the release of Planescape mm-hmm. uh 5th edition to just get you get you nice and it's, ready
1: it's greatness cannot be contained to oh, a yeah, single episode so you will get as many as you need
0: so the first episode it's a two, it's a bit of a tag team effort we mm-hmm. are going to talk about the city of Sigil um it's pretty much the you know it's the the radiant citadel essentially of mm-hmm. planescape uh in the first half and the second half mary is going to discuss our favorite lady the lady of pain It's
1: the most beautifully iconic piece of artwork of all time like the I mean, lady for me, anyway
0: no the lady of pain and just... uh, and <sighs> several pieces from dark sun are the most mm-hmm. for me personally are the most recognizable pieces of D art yeah uh, and yeah. there's like there's a couple of Dragonlance ones in there as well but like when I like you know now now obviously like I've digested so much different D&D yeah. content and, and artwork but for a long time like when I thought D&D in my mind like those images came to mind and Lady of Pain is one of them.
1: It The connection between that image and how long it's been I mean pretty prevalent like within like my household even like it's a Thing, and I've I've messaged Sergio about it randomly I'm like oh my gosh I've unlocked another memory <laughs> um, I remember seeing this on my father's computer desk and sitting next to him and watching this happen like decades ago and it just it absolutely it has to be iconic like something that unlocks something that deep come on
0: oh yeah for sure and then we'll also be, um, be talking about Planescape Torment as well the, mm-hmm. the video game so let's Go ahead and talk up. Start with talking with the talking Ooh, about yes, sigil, wait. uh, spelled S-I-G-I-L. So uh, a lot of folks mispronounce it as sigil, uh, mm-hmm. but it's pronounced sigil. Again, all these places, all these words, a lot of these places are made. Like that word in particular isn't made up; it's a real word. But right. in, but in terms of its fantasy setting, like you can be like it's it. You can pronounce it however way you want. Mm-hmm. so did,
1: did you almost say that the places in D D were made up is that i mean they are all everything is made up
0: you can say however you want okay. it i don't know yeah. uh-huh. uh-huh. so it's, a,
1: it's like a lot of these places are made up a lot of them
0: a lot of them a lot of them are okay uh so sigil is a floating city in the center of the outlands and the self-proclaimed center of the multiverse in the great wheel cosmology and so Uh, Although most sages agree that, you know, since the multiverse is pretty much infinite, you know, there Mm -hmm. can be no true center, Sigal is still generally acknowledged as probably, if not the most important place, at least one of the most important places in the multiverse. So
1: central, Uh, but not necessarily the center. You know, like
0: like New York City, you know, everyone says like New York City is like the center of the globe, the center of the world, whatever it is.
1: Not necessarily, but.
0: Right. Start spreading in the news. Uh, start spreading the news about Planescape. It's gonna be for real. It's, it's gonna be rocking good time. Um, it's a major hub for interplanar travel since Sigil contains multiple portals to every single plane, as well as to numerous locations in the Prime Material Plane. It's also known as the Cage because of the difficulty of getting into or out of it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. also known as the City of Doors because of the aforementioned many portals, and mm-hmm. it's also known as the City of Secrets because of you know secrets. Um, uh, mostly because no For one reasons? has. Well, yeah, I mean, like no one has any idea like its origins, but we'll get into that. But yeah, it's 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 very much a city of mystery. Mm-hmm. So, in the center of the plane uh with a demiplane to be more precise uh is this extremely like large like tower like formation like like space needle type you know just like big like long jutting out towers so it's like something some sort of like you know tall formation and sigil mm-hmm. sigil mm-hmm. floats above it and what uh you would describe as a torus if you're a nerd I did not realize that this was like a mathematical, like sort of like geometrical term uh, or a donut. If you're like anyone else, if you're like me.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Uh, so, but you could also like magic floating of, donut. Uh, Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, you could also think of it as like a more like a tire. So okay. as far as size goes, a uh, sigel does not have a fixed size since its dimensions could be changed at will by our good friend, uh, the Lady of Pain, or the LOP, as I I call her.
1: Uh, Okay. That's Uh, a bold move, sir. Carry on.
0: I'm not going to call her that to her face. Of course not. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But (laughs) uh, some attempts uh, at measurements, at measuring the city, uh, have the diameter between uh, five and six and a half miles, or between eight and ten kilometers, with a circumference of 20 miles, or around 32 kilometers. Ooh. So everything about Sigil would seem impossible. Its location, yeah. its shape, like yeah. all of it, everything about it seems like there's like this doesn't this doesn't jive with anything normal. Mm-hmm. Um and but it's what's crazy is that it's because it's it's in the center of the outlands all magic is completely muted. However, it works completely normally within the city limits of Sigil. Mm-hmm. Again, another thing that's that's absolutely strange about it. There's one yeah. notable exception. Yep. Magical spells involving any kind of planar travel do not work within Sigil. And that is a direct result of the Lady of Pain, the LOP, keeping a tight rein on those who enter and leave the city. So you can't okay. just like pop in they, and uh... out.
1: Nice way to say it—that no one comes <laughs> in rain. and no one comes out without permission.
0: Right, exactly. Now you can teleport within, like the boundaries of the city. Mm-hmm. Like teleport, teleportation spells—you know—function normally in that way. Like, you can go, you can pop on from one side to the other. Right, um, but spells like plane shift or astral projection—you um, mm-hmm. know—you're incapable. Re- uh, you're incapable of using them to either enter or exit Sigil and um but the city is not completely cut off from the astral plane so spells like raise dead which required access to the to the astral still worked Mm -hmm. um any bounded uh opening like a a doorway an arch it says like even a barrel hoop or a picture frame could possibly be a portal to another place or to another point in sigil itself
1: it just sounds so annoying
0: I mean, right? Like, you just like, like, I mean, like, I'm, like, you mentioned, like, you know, you, you stopped at the, uh, at the crosswalk and let me continue walking and waited till I realized you weren't there. Just imagine, like, you're having that conversation and you don't realize you've walked through a portal and then you just turn around. And you're like, oh, I'm in a completely different place and I don't know.
1: This is <laughs> not where I should be.
0: Um, and that's, you know, the, the multitude of all these portals is exactly, you know why the lady of pain is so stringent as as far Mm -hmm. as allowing people like like you can get in like there's you know you can you can make yourself in and out but gotta do it on my terms Mm -hmm. um these portals could be uh permanent or temporary uh you know linking to either a fixed location or a shifting location which means that the city touches all planes at once yet ultimately belongs to none. Mm. Uh, Now the city itself, it fills the outer portion of the Taurus donut thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. And as a result of this unique geometry, it does not have a sky.
1: That's so
0: bizarre. It's really bizarre. Um, And even though it's not a completely closed surface, it's still impossible to see outside of the ring from any point within the city. So, if someone looks up, you know the far side is visible, you know since like that it says the gentle curvature caused mm-hmm. any point in the city to resemble the bottom of a valley, and the edges of the ring you know are lined with you know the buildings and stuff um but that the buildings don't have any windows to the outside, so the only way to try to see what lay beyond the edge was to climb onto a rooftop uh and if you did that, you would see. What do you think? Um, if you're a going to beautiful sunset, no. If you're if you were going to guess nothing, I
1: wasn't going to guess
0: nothing. Then you would be correct, which is weird. How do you see nothing? Like not an empty space or a vacuum, just n- nothing at all. Like how does that work?
1: I imagine it'd be like, a what lot like look Having like? your oh man, I guess the same as pitch black is what my brain would picture it as, or
0: maybe. Um and then those silly know. enough to jump over the edge disappear. sure yeah <laughs> because there's going to be i mean
1: someone's going to try to you're DM. going
0: to have if you're dming a party you're, one of the pcs is going to try to do that
1: yeah or they're going to throw somebody over thinking it'll solve a problem for them
0: and it's just gonna but make, it won't it's just going to make the problem even worse he'll
1: just be at the base of the stairs
0: uh so yeah, those silly enough to jump over the edge just disappear into a random plane. Uh, the city is crowded with buildings that squeezed over each other uh with just very small living spaces, itty bitty living space. Uh new buildings, <laughs> courtyards, and streets were constantly being built by the Lady of Pain's um minions, helpers, mm-hmm. um
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her guys. Uh, her,
0: her dudes, her, her bros. <laughs> uh, I guess some guys uh, known as the Dabbas, mm-hmm. uh, which would end up uh, changing the city's landscape and turning old structures into underground crypts. Mm-hmm. Sigil's architecture is uh, marked by its iron spikes, bladed fences, serving both as protection against intruders and as a stylistic choice. Mm-hmm. I like that. it's It's practical and artistic.
1: I do, Yeah, I can, I, I could get down with that. That sounds, I'm fine with this.
0: I mean, it's like, I sort of like the vibe because like uh, it says that stone gargoyles are also like typical decoration. So it's definitely, you know, a a choice that they, that, um, that the cagers have made. That's what they call, um, the, the permanent residents of sickle about 50,000 of them call themselves cagers,
1: cagers,
0: cagers. Okay. Uh, and then obviously there's a much higher number of temporary right. residents and visitors. Um, right, of course, there always is. Right, and so uh, could result to as many as a quarter million people. Found. I'm sorry, what? A quarter million people?
1: That's a hell of a markup.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, so like a next so any eat... two hundred thousand oh my... people.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I mean, just that'd be like having like the Super Bowl in your town like every day.
1: Yeah. Oh no, thank you. Um, i'd
0: rather not so the population for obvious reasons uh includes members of virtually every species found in the multiverse um and there's i, I love this that, that the population of sigil has this characteristic slang uh known like this sort of cant that mm-hmm. often confuses newcomers and often tends to uh hold like you know those who dwell on the material plane in 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 kind of lower regard and a little bit of contempt, you know they refer to them as as clueless or uh-huh. outsiders or more politely as primes
1: that feels more derogatory to me
0: <laughs> for some reason like, look at then outsiders,
1: yeah, like outsiders, okay, clueless all right yeah I could, it's kind of rude, but yeah, but primes it just sounds well, it sounds derogatory
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't look, I don't like the way it makes me feel. And oh, I don't. Have I, to don't. Apologize I don't like how it made
1: me feel inside, and I'm not down with that. I like glitter and happiness, and that was sadness and not realizing you ate the last French fry already, and going to reach for it.
0: Well, it this might you know quell that sadness a little bit. You oh, know, okay, know cool. Despite all that sort of like animosity, uh, cagers mm-hmm. have a cautious respect for you know primes, uh, oh, okay. since uh, it's you know they acknowledge that a certain amount of power or or oh. you know skill or some something a certain amount of something right. is necessary to reach sigil from right. the material plane. Okay. Um Lady of Pain keeps a completely neutral house. Mhm. Like she doesn't want any beef from other planes entering into sigil and because of this strictly enforced neutrality it's not going to be uncommon to see, like, like, for for example, an angel and a devil, you know, mm-hmm. uh, put, you know, putting aside their differences within the city limits of Sigil, and you know, maybe right. even sharing a drink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, nevertheless, Sigil is hardly peaceful, but the Lady of, of Pain does not concern herself with uh it says day-to-day crimes such as murder or petty mm-hmm. theft
1: yeah I like how day-to-day like, murder i liked that too <laughs> I like
0: how like those were the two examples like petty theft when i think of petty theft i think of like you know like like stealing like oh, an uh
1: apple.
0: yeah stealing an apple banana from the mm-hmm. from the fruit merchant uh and then there's murder and then murder just uh, a
1: little stabby stab no big deal
0: so only threats to Sigel and, by extension, to the lady herself her. are met with direct action by her and and her and her guys, her her dabbs.
1: Her dabbs. My brain always wants to call them dabbs. I mean, again,
0: just because it's, 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 it's fun. These are made up words for made up <laughs> oh, yeah. things. You can uh, yeah. pr- pretty much say it however you want. Uh, this lack of direct oversight and the need for personal you know, maintenance of law and order uh gives it gives visitors and cagers that feeling that sigil's constantly on the brink of anarchy like you know because you know if you have I to mean, police yourself some some folks aren't the best be at that yeah so informally the city is separated into several different wards you've got the ladies ward uh the clerks ward the lower ward The guild hall and market wards, which are usually just counted as one, uh, Mm -hmm. and the hive ward. And obviously, each ward has its own, like, sort of general purpose. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although the boundary between these wards is not, like, you know, really delineated on the streets or on maps, it's pretty easy to identify like which ward you're in based on the general upkeep
1: and how Uh, it, uh,
0: and and what's going on there what kind of business is going on there
1: so you can tell the neighborhood by how it looks you know where you are
0: pretty much side of
1: town you're uh, on
0: like the ladies ward is the most uh exclusive and the richest section of the city you know home to uh the elites and the government's Um, Mm -hmm. the clerks ward is uh still affluent affluent but not you know as much but still um uh still a bit you know still nicer it's home to um most of the city's uh lower rung like bureaucrats and middlemen Mm -hmm. Uh, then there's the lower ward which is the industrial district it's clogged up with the smoke from the foundries and from the portals to the lower plains the guild go ahead
1: I said, oh yeah, it's probably pretty, uh, pretty clogged up then.
0: Oh, for sure, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Guildhall Ward uh, and the Market Ward, um, homes to uh, traders, craftsmen, artisans. Okay. You know the, the members of the middle class, um, and also where you would buy like goods and services. Okay. Um, and you know the Market Ward in particular is famous for offering items from numerous planes and worlds. Oh,
1: okay.
0: And then there's a high Ward, which would be the slums or the ghettos, mm-hmm. you know, home to the poor, the rogues, the unwanted dregs of the city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also rumored that, and I did not realize this is what you call a group of were-ravens.
1: Isn't it just the best name?
0: But it's rumored that an unkindness of were-ravens inhabit the city's underground.
1: That's the most polite the most unpolite, ne'er do well name, right? The most just...
0: polite, terrifying yeah, thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's an unkindness. What does that mean? What is the that implications mean? there? Ah, oh, I love it.
0: <laughs> so, for obvious reasons, again, Sigil is a mm-hmm. prime destination for travelers, as well as a center of trade throughout the multiverse. You know, its right. merchants accept standard currency from pretty much anywhere. And, you know, while most shops and stalls tend to constant, you know, tend to be in the, in the market ward in the, what's known as the great bazaar, mm-hmm. uh, there are numerous, you know, smaller markets throughout the city that operate, you know, day and night. Right. Uh, the city doesn't produce any usable natural resources and has to import even the most basic items such as food or raw material in order to survive, um, uh, so uh, what they need to do is they capitalize on its most important asset, which is its sheer amount of portals, yeah, and the fact that it is one of the most frequent stops for plane walkers going anywhere in the multiverse. And so for that reason, the first priority in Sigil is to accommodate its visitors' various tastes th- during their stay. And so as a result you got an enormous assortment of inns taverns you know that cater to just about to anyone any kind of um any kind of, any kind of cuisine any kind of um you know um atmosphere uh um, right. with this large influx of travelers often looking to trade their wares sigil's famous for being the city where anything could be found for sale you know, you could, um, in addition to like the goods and services, mm-hmm. uh, you could, you know, you find traders, travelers. Uh, you could also have people offering up their services as bodyguards, as mercenaries oh. and bill collectors. Like, I, I read that and I was like, that, that's a campaign. That's that.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: You, you're the, the, the PC party is a group of bill collectors mm-hmm. and they're hired you know their folks come into Sigel to hire them and then they go out and try to collect these bills try to collect so You yeah
1: uh, this guy's been skimming a little off the top of my business he had not been paying me what he's supposed to be paying me and i need you to go take care of it for me and since you're from out of town and i'm from in town we got no connections with each other you know what i'm saying
0: it, do i know what you're saying i don't know
1: do you do you wanna um, your perception check or?
0: Uh I mean it's it's very much got that sort of like uh, you know, if you're familiar with the show Firefly or the movie Serenity, mm. it's kind of got that sort of feel to it, you know?
1: Yeah. Maybe that's what that is. Maybe that's that's gotta be part of it. I hadn't made that connection personally.
0: Until so yeah, I thought that I'm like, oh that would be oh, like yeah. that'd be perfect. Oh, um, oh yeah. Many wizards also set up shop in the city, taking advantage of, you know. The variety of items that pass through mm-hmm. uh and sigil's also famous for its magic item production as items created within the city limits within the cage are considerably more resistant to planar effects that weakened magic enhancements
1: Oh! but
0: obviously the prices are considerably much higher for these items yeah and so uh their sellers often uh they only kept, you know, a small amount of them, you know, that would be difficult to track down because I mean, right. there's not a bigger, you know, bullseye. This isn't
1: like a, yeah. It's not a mass market thing, but you might could possibly maybe. I mean, a couple of you know them, the but right
0: yeah, guy. yeah. If, if you just have a bunch of like super mm-hmm. enhanced magic items, that's a, that's a bullseye. That's, that's one of these bill collectors going to come after you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So as far as you know, where Sickle came from, like I alluded to it earlier, like it's not much is known. Right. There are a lot of theories that try to explain mm-hmm. its location and existence. They they vary wildly. One of the more uh, more popular ones is that the Lady of Pain is behind somehow behind the city's existence and properties. Okay. Uh, one one theory that is kind of uh, aligned with that one or related to it. Is mm-hmm. that Sigil is a prison for the Lady of Pain herself?
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: some others maintain that Sigil was built by the Dabus, by the Dabus, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and are believed to be the city's first inhabitants. Since there's no record of a time where you know the city existed and the Dabus were not there, you know this. Um, the fact that they're always, you know, repairing it watching over right. it you know the the, the yeah. unique level of care that this group demonstrates toward the city kind of strengthens yeah. that idea
1: okay okay uh
0: still others maintain that it was it had been built by a deposed duke of the nine hells uh while others hmm. suggested it's a byproduct of an insane demigod's dream
1: i do like that being a uh campaign <laughs> setting
0: oh yeah for sure um, some even speculated that it was kind of cobbled together by scattered bits of the Outer Plains shortly after those were created.
1: Oh. so That sounds pretty uh, logical, I mean, as, as logical. As logical as, as can, it can. Exactly. As right. can be. Um,
0: what we do know is that in the distant past, the city was administered by guilds. Okay. with over 50 warring factions kind of Jeez. fighting each other for power and control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then an event known as the Great Upheaval, the Lady of Pain limited the number of official factions to 15 and handed control over control of the city over to the factions instead of to the guilds, an arrangement that lasts over 600 years. And so during this period in which control of Sigil was in the hands of the factions, the years were measured from the beginning of the rule of certain factions leaders. And these uh, leaders were known as factoles, uh, typically those of the fraternity of order. So like I said, this lasted for over 600 years. So 632 years after the great upheaval and the 130th year of factual Hashkar's rule, the simmering political tension. Bless you. (laughs) <laughs> the simmering political tensions between the fifteen factions for supremacy of their worldview—you know, typical like—why we go, why pe- people go to
1: war—escalated
0: right. uh, to open hostilities, triggering oh, a shocking. bloody internal conflict known as the Faction War, which oh. will be the subject of the Patron Plus installment for this episode. Nice. Which I, I was like, oh, like, we need something for the Patron Plus. And I, I I could talk about all of this for hours on end. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we're limited, unfortunately. Uh, so the war ends with the complete disbanding of all the factions by the Lady of Pain. Uh, some of them completely extinguished. Others move their headquarters to other planes. And even others become underground organizations. mm. And okay. then sometime after the Faction War, our yeah. good old friend Vecna shows up, uh, attempts to ascend to the status of greater deity, and orchestrates an invasion of Sigil from <laughs> where he hoped to control the entire multiverse. Now, this all of this is found in the Die Vecna Die module. Okay. Which, again, you can find a, a PDF or a, a reprinted copy on DM's Guild or DriveThruRPG. Uh, the Lady of Pain expels Vecna from the city with the help of, you know, a group of, of, of you know, an intrepid adventurers. Mm-hmm. And following his defeat, the Lady of Pain strengthens Sigil's de- uh, defenses mm-hmm. and reorganizes the planar structure in order to repair the damage and to prevent such an event from ever happening again. But the invasion caused a great disturbance in the multiverse. And what's cool about this is like there is some headcanon. There is like yep. some unofficial canon that this explains the change from Advanced Dungeons and Dragons second edition mm-hmm. to third edition, much like how the Spell Plague and the Second Sundering explain right. the switches to fourth and fifth editions, respectively.
1: Oh, interesting. I like that. I it's like very it.
0: oh yeah, it's very cool. I mean anytime Vecna shows up, like you, you know it's gonna be awesome.
1: Man, let's just be tripping.
0: For real, though. All right, we're gonna uh. take a quick break. We're gonna jump to the middle of the show, we're gonna do all the middle of the show things, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna come right back for some LOP action. You
1: keep calling her that. You go right ahead.
0: this is the middle of the show
1: it's so middly
0: what do we do in the middle of the show mary oh
1: i know what i'm gonna do i mean i mean later we'll there'll be other things too i'm gonna thank the patrons um but we also uh like talk about cool stuff on the dms guild and other small creators that we find that have some really neat stuff um talk about any D news that there is and uh and uh say thank you to patrons which is what i'm gonna do So thank you. Um, honestly, we appreciate you. Brief? No, no, we do. We super appreciate you guys. Yeah, we we
0: lavish them with uh with
1: gratitude. It's the yeah. Thanks. All right, cool. Um, so no, not that kind of a jerk. No, but we deeply appreciate it. Um, everything that comes from you guys goes back into making the show bigger, better adding on more content and being able to do more and give more lore because that's what we're all here for, honestly. Um, So just kind of a blanket statement, a blanket thanking. A blanket (laughs) thanking.
0: No. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like Mary said, we're uh, you know, this particular type of support from the Patreon uh, allows us to do um, certain things that, you know, create merch. Uh, to mm-hmm. pay artists to yep. um to the you know for that merch book,
1: into the into the everything yeah um, exactly. and if you're not one of those if you're not a patron and you want to be one you can go find us at patreon.com slash dnd lorecast and join them on there we got all kinds of tiers like from very low level a little bit of nothing goes up from there it's what three five five,
0: five. yeah yeah, you know, five bucks gets you access to all the old episodes, all the legacy episodes with mm-hmm. uh, with Tom and Stewart, yep. as well as gets you uh, all the newer episodes ad free and early,
1: mm-hmm. and bonus stuff like if you want all nine of the nine Hells, if you want to catch them all, like in Pokemans.
0: <laughs> if you're, if you're, <laughs> if, yeah, if you're a a Pokemon aficionado, and also want to catch all the lore. You can sign up for the <laughs> wizard level, not wizard, but the, uh, the scholar level tier mm-hmm. and then wizard level. You're able to join the, the patron round table each and every month. You also yeah. get uh free merch drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a deity mm-hmm. level tier that has a bunch of cool stuff. Like, you know, uh, Mary or myself will, uh, DM and play in a one shot with you and your friends, uh, yep. we'll, you'll know, play in your home campaign. We'll play in a session, show up as mm-hmm. a, you know, as a, a one shot character. Hopefully not, you know, one shot in the terms that that's what it takes to kill us. But
1: so don't be a squishy character when you show up. Exactly. Go in there like a tank and be ready to take a hit.
0: But yeah, if you want to support the show in that way, like Mary said, patreoncom slash Lorecast. If you want to support the show in other ways, uh, we're on all the social medias. Yep. Um. We're not. We're not on all these Twitter clones yet. Or I, I think we're gonna try to figure out which one's gonna
1: we're yeah we're kind of <laughs> waiting to see what happens there as we as we uh move forward we will keep you informed
0: <laughs> For sure, yeah for sure but uh, as, as a the
1: situation ra- develops <laughs> as of right into now, whatever that's gonna be
0: we uh we're dnd lorecast pretty much everywhere mm-hmm. on on still on twitter for yep. however long that lasts yeah, uh, on the instagram, instagram we're on the
1: tiktoks yeah. we have a discord that you can find us on as oh, well yeah, and discord i don't is- think that's that's not collapsing anytime soon. No, so Discord. We'll be there. Yeah, Discord is on. Discord's Yeah. Oh gosh, it is popping in there. They get a little bit crazy.
0: But yeah, follow us on all the social medias. Uh, interact with us. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, tell friends, tell people you think would enjoy mm-hmm. the show. Go uh, rate us. Yeah, on go rate us. Listening on to us. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um as far as D&D news goes, well there's some new playtest material. Um Ooh. I guess they're no longer calling it one D&D, you know, just oh, they this, gave up. Yeah, they's like they're like <laughs> this is out uh, of they're shifting positions, I guess. I don't know. Uh uh-huh. they're just calling it the 2024 core rulebooks. Okay. Um So we got a new it's and it's a chonker. It's like 70 pages. Uh mm-hmm a new uh, playtest that's going to um present updated rules for seven di- seven different classes the bard the cleric the druid the monk the paladin the ranger and the rogue mm. uh subclasses for each of those uh, new spells revisions to existing spells and spell lists mm. uh revised feats all sorts of stuff so cool i have stuff. homework
1: i have I homework. mean it's
0: yeah it's it's a chonker it's i mean it's um and like, what's yeah. it's what's great is uh there's a video we'll link to both the play test you know how to download the pdf mm-hmm. and also the video itself of course um but there's a video in which uh uh jeremy crawford is talking about how they've already incorporated some of the feedback from previous play tests for you know
1: how cool
0: and um and so that you know in in building like the, the next like level of pretest or play test. Cause I mean, that's how it works. Like you, you create something like, Hey, what works, what doesn't. Well,
1: yeah, this and is then... the uh, prototype 2.0.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And then, and then mm-hmm. you continue honing and and refining it until you get nice. it as, as good as possible. So uh, like I said, still very much uh, eager for to see what, what's in store.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic and eager i think would be a pretty solid way to
0: exactly. explain it exactly same hard same um and then as far as homebrew well like mm-hmm. i said you can go to dm's guild you can go to drive through rpg mm-hmm. and get I... all this planescape stuff either pretty as sure drive uh... through
1: rpg is having some summer sales
0: oh yeah yeah i mean you can uh
1: everybody's having summer sales
0: so many summer sales
1: i'll start posting links in the discord
0: but yeah, you can get either PDF copies of the yep. original stuff, uh, or like reprinted physical copies. Uh, but as far as some homebrew stuff, I found something called Heroes of the Plains, uh, by David oh. Adams. It's uh it's okay. only two ninety nine, or a PDF. Uh, you, uh, you get six new species to play with says find yourself a cheap bubber that's too desperate for junk to turn stag on you else everyone is going to know you're a Burke. and i love it because like if you read oh. the Planescape <laughs> books like the originals like they're like it's that cant that the that we talked about that the cages have and it's yeah. they're all written in that style like, they're all written like from the perspective of someone you know in in the world you know they're not written oh, that like, like this is how immersion. you play the game. Yeah, it's it completely. I love immersive. the
1: immersion and flavor text. Ah, it's delicious. Um,
0: but yeah, so inside these pretty pages, you'll find a plethora of tools to set your character on an adventure that spans the planes. Like I said, it's two ninety nine. It's got a four and a half star rating. Uh, it's the kind of the kind of homebrew that just like you know you just you want to just like you know nod your head and say job well done. That, that this is what. This is what D and D this is where D and D like really shines.
1: Yes, yes it is.
0: But a link to that it will be in the show notes as well as okay. like I said to the uh to the playtest material and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. Uh but let's let's get back to talking to mm-hmm. about Planescape and get to get to our good old friend, the Lady of Pain.
1: Sure. She's our friend. Okay. I
0: think she's my friend. Welcome back to the show, proper, where we talk uh-huh, lore. Uh, lore, it's more lore. This I more, I feel more, like more, the second more, half of the show more, should, lore, should be should be co- like you know this, subtitled more lore,
1: more lore, more lore. Yeah, so what absolutely.
0: are so what what do you have for us, Mary? You had a very, um, I I, I have to admit I was a little bit jealous. Like, <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> if I, if I, if I had my druthers, I would have done all the research for Planescape and just talked, you know, nonstop for hours about and it. hours.
1: So I, and, again, like I said earlier, way, way earlier, I feel a little guilty taking any of it from you because of how excited you are. Cause I love getting to watch people talk about stuff like that. Like, oh, that is just the best <laughs> hearing people but, excited.
0: But what makes me excited is like, people like you know finding stuff out you know hearing i mean this is obviously this is why this is new I, for main me. reason why i do this show mm-hmm. uh and yeah, getting uh, and people getting excited about that so what what have you learned about uh, the lady of pain
1: in sigil the lady of pain always knows i hear all the lies whispered into all the tepid ears in the dark bed chambers of all the great manners i see every hand that slips into an open pocket on every bustling street and I feel the dagger that burns in the belly of every trusting fool who ever followed a Glitter Girl into a dark alley. No longer can I tell where Sigil begins and I end. No longer can I separate what I perceive from what the city is. I am Sigil. This is a direct quote from the lady herself. Ooh, I,
0: have, I have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. I love
1: She's so terrifying, and I love her. She's not a human, not a woman. Um, She may be a greater power, or it could be that she is a reformed Tanari lord. Whatever else she is, she's the Lady of Pain, and given that, most other facts are extraneous. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I, I think that, yeah, trying to focus on, you know, where she came from ignores the fact that uh, you need to worry about. She literally what, is. Like what she's doing right now. Like,
1: <laughs> Which it's interesting when you mentioned earlier that uh, it is possible that Sigil could be a prison for her. And then there's a theory that she's a reformed Tanari lord, which those two things would go together. And I like right. that. So right, that's exactly, uh, yeah. That's exact. That's that's the theory I'm gonna say I follow, but you can pick your own.
0: Because the lady, I mean, like, so mysterious. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like yeah, like I got a wormhole into this. Oh, uh, go go. You know, so reform <laughs> Tony Lords. So like, you know, this like demon of chaos is yeah. imprisoned in this uh, city. This you know this demi plane, yeah, uh, where she essentially has like as much you know the power over over everything. Mm-hmm. Uh but in in time, sort of like realizes um goods a little bit more lawful, you know, more mm-hmm. devilish, I guess. But mm-hmm. still obviously like, you know, we will hear about, you know, um how she She's got a
1: lovely name.
0: Yeah, how she deal I mean, she wasn't she isn't named the Lady of Pain for no reason. We'll see how exactly. she deals with those who cross her.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so like mm-hmm. they'll be like, Oh, well there's there's a little bit of that. it would
1: would make sense uh tanari are like the uh kind of the embodiment of giving in to vice and all of that correct right right okay that's what i thought so this this, the lady is a very very mysterious being and not a lot's known about her we said doesn't really matter (laughs) the how or the why when she was seen, which was not a common thing, uh, she would be drifting through the streets in her with like her robes barely brushing the cobblestones along the way. Those that did see her and tried to speak to her received no response, or she didn't speak to anybody. If someone were to try even harder to get her attention and possibly interfere with her floating about.
0: Why would you do that? Why would you do that?
1: Maybe they want an autograph. Maybe they want to know where she got those balling robes at. (laughs) I don't know. I don't recommend it. Um, Because if they decided to, their body would, quote, erupt in horrid gashes just from her looking at you. Smart bloods just uh, find their business elsewhere while she's out and about. Because eventually she will just fade away and her image disappears and she's gone. She rules Sigil, so she must want the same kind of a stroking of the ego that all the other, you know, most leaders, most uh, governing bodies. Right. Right. No. Mm -mm. She has no palace. She has no home. There are no temples in which to pray to her, which is probably for the best, though, um, because folks that did try to pray to her or worship the lady were always found flayed. That's
0: odd. <laughs> I, I mean, I I would feel like if someone were to like pray to me or worship me, I'd be like, Hey, like, don't do that. That's yeah, come on. You're barking up the wrong tree and, like, you need to stop. But Sin- if they, if they insisted, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Yeah, do what, do what you do. You,
1: I'm not mm-hmm. going to flay them. Nope.
0: But then again, lady of pain doesn't play by the same rules as the rest she doesn't of us.
1: play by uh, yeah, she has her own, her own rules being um you know what she has she doesn't have a lot of relationships so there's not a lot of friends there um according to mordenkainen though she does have some connection to the raven queen and the lady is said to be the only other being that knows like the true intentions of the raven queen aside from herself that
0: is terrifying
1: isn't it Ah, it's beautiful she's uh viewed with both fear and awe by her citizens um but she's neither she's not malicious and cruel uh nor is she kind and compassionate she does not have that's not a thing for her there is no feeling one direction or the other and is truly neutral her only concern is her city like you said earlier uh, she ain't worried about like small crimes you know like murder
0: like muggings, uh, murder murder yeah, <laughs> burglary
1: not her not her thing. The only thing she's worried about are things that will affect the security of Sigil or to upset the balance of things there. So in order to keep her things balanced, as you mentioned earlier, these uh, Dabas are her a... guys! Uh, these guys! Her guys! She doesn't take worshippers, but she's served by this species that is unique to Sigil. Um, they do not leave and also probably can't it's assumed that they can't since they don't <laughs> Just,
0: like they don't leave can they like uh, probably but not can Actually, they now that you now that i think about
1: it but mm-hmm.
0: well, now that you mention it probably not
1: maybe not um they also do not speak they communicate uh the lady's will using images of words and symbols <laughs> like okay. A game of Pictionary or one of those uh, puzzle things. There's a a quote here from Mort, the companion of the nameless one that tickles me. It's my bet. They can speak. They just would rather piss everyone else off by trying to puzzle out what they're saying. And I love it. So these uh, Dabas have, are humanoids uh, with kind of a yellowy tan skin, white hair and horns kind of like that of a goat. They hover as well everybody's got that down here apparently if you're in charge <laughs>
0: everyone, um, everyone hovers
1: just the hovering city
0: <laughs> i mean that the city itself hovers so it's like um,
1: yeah everything else may as well maybe it's not that they're hovering it's just they're falling at a consistent height to balance them with gravity
0: right there you go that's, that's scientific
1: that's science for you <laughs> um they are both the lords and servants of sigil um acting as workmen like you said they maintain the city infrastructure um their involvement is so they are so deeply involved with everything there and are just kind of in and around all of it it's at a point where some of the folks assume that they are an actual physical manifestation of the city itself
0: oh that's a cool idea mhm
1: they're such neat go look at the art for these guys honestly their art is so fantastic i just i keep looking back at it it's the, uh, like if someone tried to like they almost look grinch like to me for some reason they're almost whimsical um the davis don't get involved in matters um of the citizens they leave the various city factions to sort it out um unless it poses a threat to the city or to the lady of pain and if that's the case, the uh, the dabas show up in droves and handle the situation. Seeing them in large groups like that um, is also usually an indicator that a very unique punishment to the Lady of Pain is uh, sure to follow. A thing called a maze, which I will explain to you momentarily. Um, the Lady is a very extremely powerful being uh, capable of blocking the powers of gods and goddesses from entering Sigil so she their servants can come and go though like they can through the multitude of portals um, but she could close any of the portals at any time to anyone but usually only did this to the deities who she kept out of her city
0: right which was um why Vecna getting in like, mm-hmm. he found a loophole to get into Sigil. And mm-hmm. from there, since he was already in there, that's when he was going to try to ascend into a greater deity. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so, like, very much a, you know, has that, the Lady of Pain has it on lock. And yeah. only through shenanigans, only through lich yes. shenanigans. Can... Those are,
1: like, some top-tier shenanigans, that lich shenanigans, yeah. Um
0: lich tier shenanigans are legendary for sure legendary shenanigans lich tier
1: (laughs) (laughs) so she the lady makes sigil kind of a safe place for it's it's a good place for any xp level by the way like in game um she prevents the gate spell from working here shields it from the astral plane and as far as using her, like from a VM standpoint or encountering her in game, she's not someone that the players are going to interact with a lot. She's not handing out quests, no temples to loot, no coldest to thwart, nothing like that. But she does make, like you said, all things possible by just existing. Mm-hmm. And it's part of what makes Sigil as well as the entire campaign setting, what it is. She just like adds to that ambience and adds to the mysterious nature of the campaign there and it's so fantastic. So let's say you decide you want to be a troublemaker, a real real scallywag. No, why would I do that? That's Don't not do like it. me at all. So she creates these wonderful mazes as a punishment to trap those that would bring trouble to her city or attempt to disrupt its ways. They're her own personal form of punishment. And much like the city itself in connection with the other planes, these mazes, that's with a capital M, are both part of and not part of Sigil. So it's exactly what it sounds like a giant personal maze, but it's not just the uh, any old mix them up, find your way out, or like to the center, or if you're going to the castle beyond the goblin city to take back the child that was stolen. It's not like that. Um, it's not know, they're- like that not like it's that completely different it's completely different they are part of sigil because they are created by the lady of pain and that's like where you are when you're sent into the maze but it's not part of it because once you're there you're stuck that is a uh, one way ride to your <laughs> own personal thing
0: i mean that's that's what you get for crossing the lop really, tr- oh. really and truly
1: She's going to throw you in one of those if you keep saying that. I don't want to be associated. Um, but the way that she makes these, this is super cool to me. Like I got so excited and had a hard time not immediately messaging you. I was like, no, finish reading. Finish reading all of it because he'll have questions. <laughs> it's like every little sentence was super neat. <laughs> um, so it starts with like she takes a small section of town. It could be like an alleyway or an intersection, like a maybe a courtyard, something like that. Um, and it's copied, and it becomes its own tiny demiplane, right? She then makes a portal and takes this demiplane out into the ethereal deep where it just expands forever, growing into an endless twisting maze with no beginning, no end, just forever doubling back on itself.
0: Oh, that's that's yeah, that's so that the- torturous, that <laughs> every every time you think you might be making some headway, it just expands some more.
1: Yeah. And it's just going to keep going. It never stops. Now, the poor wretch that gets sentenced to one of these might not even know that he's been sentenced to be in one until it's too late. Guy could just be walking down the street and turn the corner and boom, something isn't quite right. By that point, it's already done. It's already gone. It's already there. So let's say you're a little ahead of the game. Like, you know, she's coming for you. I got a maze hot on your trail. (laughs) (sighs) Um, And you're probably wondering, well, come on. You got to be able to get out of it. Surely there's a way, right? You can certainly try. (laughs) Um, Oh, the
0: (laughs) the ultimate of DM.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, Attempting to escape by uh, some folks would never leave their palace thinking they're safe there if i just never walk out that door i will not be walking into the maze and into you know i won't be doing it never entering a uh, blind alley or traveling you know only in groups that way she can't catch you alone and it might work for a time but eventually mazes always catch up she is not Content to just banish you there, where you're stuck forever, because as a mortal being, there are certain certain things that you might require um to not starve to death immediately,
0: like food and stuff. Like
1: food right and now. stuff. Right, right, right. So food and not, stuff. And stuff. She's not not just food. To just stuff like water. I don't know. Right, maybe two. Right. That's what I meant. That's why maybe meant by, new clothing. I don't that's know. What I
0: meant by the stuff. Water. Oh.
1: Water it stops. Not
0: Slim Jims and Twizzlers.
1: Oh my gosh, that'd be great. She sends you like a care package. Well, like, how so was not, she Why? can't
0: be that mad at me. She sent me these Twizzlers and Slim Jims.
1: <laughs> Twizzlers and Slim Jims. You're gonna need your energy. Oh, crap.
0: Oh um, wait, what does that mean? Ah oh, hell, ah
1: oh, hell. Oh, hell dang it. <laughs> so she could just banish you there and you're stuck forever, you know, sealed in there, um, only sealed one way from planar travel. Um, and things can get in you see still Jeez. while you're there <laughs> it's just there's there's it's a one-way ticket in nothing leaves but you can still send stuff in you know food and water teleported in magically so the uh prisoner doesn't starve you're welcome you will be fed which is possibly like the worst part of this is that statistically um you're probably stuck there forever uh, this is D&D, friends, and there's always a chance, hey, you know.
0: There's always a chance.
1: So somewhere deep within this infinite maze is a single portal back to Sigil. One solitary portal. Mm-hmm. In all of the infinite, infinite, infinite vastness of the ethereal deep your ever-expanding plane. So you could escape, I suppose, if you get really lucky. Or maybe. Maybe a party needs to go rescue someone from the depths of their infinite insanity. And uh, maybe you come across the portal to get in there with your buddy, and it turns into a thing. Never do.
0: I mean, that's, yeah, that's a, that's an adventure hook right there.
1: Just my... My brain wants to send things into one from people using the banish spell. Like that's where it pops into is one of those random mazes. Turns the corner, and suddenly someone's banished a demogorgon.
0: <laughs> Whoops! Oh. I have had so much fun talking about all this stuff, mm. and I know we still have several episodes left. We're going. We're still going. We're still continuing the hotter than we the are. nine hell series. Uh, we are. We're, we're giving to you the,
1: uh, slow shift over. Right, right, right.
0: We'll be back uh next week with some more hell talk. So do not mm-hmm. worry. Plenty more layers mm-hmm, of hell mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. discuss.
1: St- 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 g- yeah. That's what my brain keeps singing and I need it to not.
0: <laughs> uh but yeah we'll be discussing uh the blood war. We'll be discussing mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. different uh planes, the neutral planes, the planes of law, the evil planes. Uh like I said before, we'll be discussing uh planescape torment. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, discussing in or
1: streaming
0: a little bit of both
1: what?
0: a little bit of both
1: a little bit of both
0: again thank you so much for for listening thank you for uh enjoying and uh and being uh,
1: here and, and being be in here. you
0: and being uh being a part of the community that we're yeah. that we're trying to build uh, we really do it's appreciate awesome it community. we're very humbled by it
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: my name is sergio
1: and i am mary
0: fare thee well dear listener. And until we meet again, may all your 20s be natural.
1: Thank you for listening to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. If you've enjoyed the show, consider following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at d Lorecast. Or jumping into the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons & Dragons. We'll see you
0: soon.
1: Listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.